Hey, good morning. It's Patricia Murphy. It's Tuesday. This is Seattle Now. You may have been reading some grim news about our local community colleges recently. Declining enrollment and budget shortfalls have created massive problems for the system. But applied baccalaureate programs are offering a path for some students looking to level up their careers. Reporter Janelle Retka will tell us why and who could benefit from one in a minute. But first, let's get you caught up. No more silence and gun violence! No more silence and gun violence! Thousands of Seattle public school students walked out of class on Monday and gathered in front of City Hall. The walkout came after a shooting at Ingram High School last week that left one student dead. Students called for increased mental health support in schools, mainly more counselors. They also voiced support for firearm safety nationally and de-escalation of anti-racism training for school security guards. Nina Soleil was one of the students at the protest. For so many people who have hard home lives, school is a safe haven and that is being destroyed by guns. We need more laws and more restrictions. Two teenagers were charged yesterday for their involvement in the shooting. One was charged with first-degree murder and assault. One was charged with felony criminal assistance. Both were charged with unlawful possession of a firearm. It started with a hiring freeze earlier this month. Now, Amazon will also be slashing its corporate workforce. The company could be starting the largest layoff in company history as soon as this week, cutting about 10,000 corporate and technology jobs. The cuts will focus on Amazon's devices organization, including Alexa and its retail and human resources divisions, according to a report from The New York Times. GeekWire co-founder Todd Bishop told KUOW that a majority of the layoffs will likely be in Seattle. In the Seattle region, Amazon employs about 75,000 people. Most of them are corporate and tech workers. So the assumption is that the disproportionate number will be here. Facebook parent company Meta also announced layoffs last week, including more than 700 employees in Seattle and Bellevue. And what Mariners fans knew was true has just been confirmed. Julio Rodriguez is the American League Rookie of the Year, adding another trophy to his already impressive season. He was an all-star silver slugger and, of course, helped break the team's 21-year playoff drought. Now we just have to wait until March for the Mariners to take the field again. Four-year degrees have come under a lot of scrutiny in recent years. Bachelor's degrees are expensive. Just take a look at the amount of student loan debt Americans carry. But even if you have the money for a four-year university, these degrees don't always lead to a career. That was true for Diego Castilla. He earned a four-year psychology degree in Mexico, where he's originally from. 40% of the psychology degree had a lot of things that I never used. When I graduated from psychology, I got a full-time position as an IT recruiter, and I was basically full-time uh, getting people from different like uh, software development environments. Diego saw the salaries of tech workers he was recruiting and thought, hey, that seems like a good career. So he got his associate's degree and then started an applied baccalaureate program at North Seattle Community College. This kind of program is becoming more common and more popular around here. They tick a lot of the boxes students like Diego are looking for. They're less expensive and disruptive than a four-year degree program, and they're targeted to get students a job in a particular field. 
Community colleges are seeing lower enrollment than before the pandemic, and the Seattle college system is dealing with a $14 million budget error. But applied baccalaureate degrees are a bright spot amid that uncertainty. In Diego's case, the program's focus on applied learning helped him score an internship at Microsoft. The teachers and the instructors that I got in the bachelor's degree in North Seattle, what they taught me, especially in coding and, and basically on in the industry, definitely like helped me a lot on the internship. Despite the uncertainty in the tech industry, Diego now has a full-time job at Microsoft lined up for when he graduates next year. Janelle Retka reported on the rise of applied baccalaureate programs for the Seattle Times. She's here to explain how they work and why they're growing in Washington. Appreciate your time, Janelle. Thanks for having me. So who are the students getting these kinds of degrees? Yeah, so these degrees are here to assist students with a certain type of two-year degree from community colleges. These are two-year technical degrees that kind of focus on a certain skill and industry, such as dental hygiene or um, software engineer. A lot of times, once students have finished their two-year degree, been in the industry for a decade or so, and want to get into um, an, a higher level, maybe management, or to get a promotion, they find that they're not qualified, and they're told to mm. go back, start over, and get a four-year bachelor's degree. These new programs, the Baccalaureate of Applied Science, allows them to just go directly into the third and fourth year continuing their specialized education rather than starting from scratch in an industry that they're already specialized in. Okay, so these are people who are already degreed and they're looking for that extra boost that can take them to the next level within their field oftentimes. What is it about this model that works for these students? Well, like you said, um, one big barrier for a lot of these students is the idea of pausing their career to move away to a different program or to invest in the cost of a four-year university, which often costs somewhere around $30,000 in Washington state, including the room and board, versus a lot of these programs are about $7,000 annually. So the cost is a lot better. They are targeted for the working student. So they have evening classes, weekend classes, um, and they're really built around someone who wants to stay working in their current job rather than uprooting and focusing entirely on education for a couple of years. It sounds like these programs appeal to a different kind of student than you might see at a four-year college. Does that mean the student bodies for these programs also look different? Yeah, there were a few colleges who came back to talking about the diversity of these programs. Not only the student body having a larger representation of, for example, um, Black or students of color, but also the staff being more representative of them and that really making them feel comfortable to open up in these learning settings. Highline College was one of the early colleges to start one of these programs and and they also have a program in teacher education. And they're feeding out a large proportion of bilingual and and students of color into classrooms to then be a future model for K-12 students who are having teachers um, from their college program go back into the community. And so it's really interesting how these programs can kind of have a circuit impact, I guess, of seeing representation in the faculty and then in the students and then the way that they go and represent themselves in their own communities. Yeah, I would imagine student loans are a big piece of this as well. Seattle Times reports state residents hold $28.2 billion in student loan debt. 
You mentioned the price of tuition is lower, but are there other financial benefits to these loans over a four-year degree? Yeah, absolutely. The average baccalaureate of applied science in Washington costs $7,100 a year. And when you look at just the cost of tuition at one of our state schools, it's not that much higher. It's around 10 grand. But then you have to look at the cost of living because you usually have to move to attend a university. Um, and that brings the, the cost to closer to 30000 a year, um, which for many people is not something that they can foot, not something that they can get uh, loans to pursue. And also, when you're looking at the type of student who's entering these programs, they're more likely to have a job that they want to stay put in, a family that they need to raise. Um, They're kind of more geographically bound. Um, And it also opens the door to students who might not have seen themselves fitting into a traditional university setting in the first place. Janelle, why are these kinds of degree pathways becoming more relevant right now? Well, I think a lot of these programs were created in response to a big gap between market need and education level in Washington. You know, a couple studies from the early 2000s really showed that there was a good chunk of people with master's level education in Washington, but then this kind of valley between the jobs in the middle and and what education level Washingtonians had. And so I think as we continue to see new career paths grow, these community college programs are responding to immediate needs in employment. And as employers continue to see the value in them, they can probably be expected to continue to grow. It sounds like what you're saying is that this is somehow reflective of the labor market, Janelle, because this was a response to a need. Yeah, in some cases, community colleges have said that employers have called them and asked them for certain programs. Um, This is especially true within education. Superintendents who are facing uh, about decade-long shortage in teachers began calling certain community colleges and saying, we really need more teachers. Can you start a a bachelor's degree program so that we can see more teachers being grown locally? Um, And in terms of IT, I mean, there's a huge demand for new IT employees. We're constantly importing recruits from all over the nation and all over the world to come work in in these positions in Seattle. And employers also want to see some of that talent grown locally. And so there was demand among employers to really make that happen here. Is there a downside to creating alternatives to a traditional four-year university experience? I think it depends on who you ask. There are certainly people who would think that this is problematic and that it's um, detracting from our four-year universities and colleges or is providing a lower standard of education. Um, But when you talk to the students and the authorities that are overseeing these programs, they don't tend to agree. In fact, they see this as just opening up pathways to students who wouldn't be entering those schools anyway. And, you know, I'm I'm a student who didn't go through a traditional four-year education. uh, So I can say that there are students that this K-12 to university pipeline don't suit. Um, And I don't think that that is pulling away from the traditional model, but instead recognizing that not all educational systems fit all students. Janelle, I went to community college too, and it was instrumental in my education. What did it do for you? 
Well, I grew up in the Seattle area and ended up doing Running Start, which is a program that not many states have available, but it meant that I finished my two years associate's degree when I graduated high school, which enabled me to then spend a little bit over a year um, working to save up for the remaining years of my bachelor's education. And without that, I don't think that I would have felt financially capable of pursuing a four-year education. And I also think that that really prepared me with a better understanding of my interests um, so that when I did pursue the the finality of my degree, I knew that I was on the right track. You know, I did ask you a question about the drawbacks of alternatives to a traditional four-year university experience. And there is part of me that thinks that's an elitist question. But do you think you missed out on anything in your community college experience? That's a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I had a really different experience than a lot of my peers, Um no, I don't regret what I did. I'm grateful for what I did. I, I think that it opened different doors for me. And um, and I'm just grateful that I was able to to pursue that education. And I, I really reaped a lot of benefits from it. But I do think it's a great example of how different models fit different people. Yeah, appreciate your candor. Janelle Redka is a reporter who covered community college at the Seattle Times. Thank you, Patricia. Thanks for listening to Seattle Now. Claire McGrain produced today's episode. The show is also produced by Caroline Chamberlain Gomez, Vaughn Jones, Jenny Cecil Moore, and Brandy Fullwood. Matt Jorgensen does our theme music. Seattle Now and KUOW Public Radio are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Patricia Murphy. See you tomorrow.